Hi, I'm Imran Ahmed, founder and CEO of The Business of Fashion, and welcome to the BOF podcast. Voices is the most stimulating gathering of fashion industry leaders on the planet. What makes Voices different is that we mix our industry with fascinating people from other sectors, from the worlds of economics, activism, health and wellness, medicine, film, philanthropy, technology, media, and so many more. Fashion doesn't live in a bubble, and nor should it. This is one of the sessions from our 2017 gathering. Natalia Vodianova is more than one of the world's most recognizable supermodels. She has become one of our industry's most important philanthropists. She embodies the idea of the wider world and making an impact in the wider world. So that's why for Voices 2017, we bestowed upon her our highest honor, the Global Voices Award. We give that award each year to someone who takes their platform in fashion and uses it to make an impact on the world. And Natalia spoke to Tim Blanks, BOF's editor-at-large, about philanthropy, about technology, and fashion, and how all those three things intersect in her latest project, which is LB, a new app that sits at the intersection of fashion, technology, and philanthropy. So here's Natalia Vodianova at Voices 2017, our Global Voices Award winner. Just a quick note. This conversation was recorded live in front of an audience, so please excuse any audio issues. Just before we start, I'd I'd like to say something about philanthropy. I think it has this slightly old-fashioned feeling about it uh, now, which is borne out by the fact that I think when people think about philanthropy, they think of huge corporations or extremely wealthy people. The fact that the people who dig into their pockets fastest are now mostly people over 50. Uh, the, the Making a connection with the generation, the gener- this massive group of people who's lumped under the label millennial, and I quite like Moja's pivotal. Mm-hmm. I think the pivot, that, that I like the pivotals. It, the making a connection with them is, is more of a challenge. Uh, you're explaining to me that these people expect a transaction. Now, the notion of transactional philanthropy seems almost antithetical to the original concept. But you, four or five years ago, you've had this remarkable idea of a way to make, or to, mock, to d- democratize philanthropy uh, with um, LB. Giving back has never been easier. Tell us how and why. Yes, thank you, Tim. So you, you saw very short presentation, a video that we were allowed, uh, we were allowed to, to put. So it's, it, I don't know if it explains to you exactly how easy it is, but today, technology allowing us to, to really be closer to each other. And the, the, probably the biggest aim of LB is to bring the donor and beneficiary as close to each other as possible. And this is what uh, our goal is. So how are we trying to do it? You know, we all can imagine tomorrow a smart home, uh, uh, smart assistant that is not even a physical person, smart wardrobe, smart shopping. What about that smart philanthropy? And what does it look like? I hear at all the conferences, uh, at all the gathering of very important people of solving social issues. What does it mean to us today in the age of technology? Really, why do we even 
gather in a way in a big conference rooms with thousands of people, well, business of fashion embraced it, and voices are translated in life, and and the community can be a big part of it. This is really really important today. How can we scale it? How can we really react to something that's happening today? We have the biggest refugee crisis since the First World War, even bigger than the Second World War. What are we doing about it? In Rohingya right now, over a million people displaced, mostly women and children. There are a lot of women.、Uh, there are a lot of people、um, working in place to do something. But and we hear sporadically about it on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram. But there is not really one place where all those voices would be heard and the action would be taken straight away. Right now, if you Google, how can I help? Disaster relief. Something you directed to big organizations, Red Cross, Save the Children, UNICEF. I respect very much what those organizations do, but with all this respect, there are a lot of smaller organizations working in the field, really, really passionate, who could actually affect change, probably faster than those big organizations who are often very corporate, often、uh, really immobile. How can we reach those organizations? How can we affect change straight away? This is what we're dreaming of at Elbi. So, really, the idea came from frustration. I I've been on social media、um, long enough to、uh, sort of love it and hate it, and to build that relationship with it that a lot of us, I'm sure, a lot of you would relate、uh, relate to. And、um, for me, especially as、um, someone who、um, who set up and who went into social media in the first place. Uh, because I wanted to be closer to my community, to my community in Russia, people who we are helping, I was frustrated with the fact that actually community I found there was more interested in me as a model and what I do in the fashion world, and so I realized that this is not really where I I need to be with my philanthropy with. With my passions, with my beliefs, and social media has changed since then. But still, there is no home to philanthropy. There is no、uh, one place where、um, that clicktivism, you know, that we're all so familiar with, that the pressing pressing a button now, like button, has been such an amazing, powerful tool. We press it five billion times a day, and it's that. Number has grown、uh, since I, I I last checked. That's so much action. We are very active. It's changing completely our industry. A lot of industries. We having a sort of a surge and emerge of new new celebrities, new faces, new influences. We, you as brands, as business, you directing your marketing budget so much over there. You paying people you don't even know. You didn't even know their names. Uh, two years ago, because they they are what you know they are Instagram stars, they they have millions of followers, and this is this is what、uh, they are connected to 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 your audience, and that's great. I mean, it's all really exciting. Change is so exciting. So we really just、um, so how we do it. 
uh, we work with the charities, we work with verified charities. Uh, we, um, we ask them to, to do the same thing they probably would be doing on Instagram if they had the time to have Instagram account. We want them to report, to talk about uh, what they're doing. But we're not just asking them, like, prepare beautiful film. No, that's not what we want. What we want is we tell them, just take an iPhone, be real, tell us, film your situation, feel what you're trying to change, and tell your story, and make it very real, and make the fundraising goal very tangible. Make it, you know, $300, let's grow together. But then, um, people from all over the world uh, can press a love button. So, clicktivism. With today, with technology, with Apple Pay, um, who Apple have um, embraced um, our vision and uh, allowed us to use Apple Pay, because this is something, I don't know if you're aware, but uh, Apple Pay uh, work, they, they didn't work with many charities because uh, there is this great regulation and they're, they're too big to verify charities themselves, so Apple Pay is this incredible tool was not available to many charities. With LB, uh, this tool will be available to many, many charities, to not just to very big organizations that we all know, but also to, to those who are working very, very hard, but less known because they have less marketing, less visibility, and, and because they come from countries like Uganda, Russia, India, um, countries that we don't go very often. People, us, people with influence, us people with, with pockets um, that deep enough to really create uh, change in those countries. Now we can all be closer. This is, I mean, this is ultimately part of the globalization and we have to do something good there as well. I think you breezed over a really interesting point with LB and that is the, bu the button, the love button. Um, traditionally, when people give online and they have to enter credit card details and so on, there is a, a, a big drop-off. People just can't be bothered going through the whole process. And obviously, a lot of people who want to give at that point are being lost to, to, to giving. But with the, but with the love button, you just press the button. And there's a limit on the button, isn't there? You, it's not, you don't choose an amount. When you press the button, a dollar goes to the charity. And it's so simple. And you don't, you don't have to think about it. It's something you can do if, however many times you look at your phone in a day. You could do that every single time. You could give $100 a day if you wanted to. This seems to me, and this is the idea that you had four or five years ago, this button yes, that you would well, press to give. It's, it's questionable. It's actually the most frequent question about our product. Why one dollar? Why can't I give 20? What if I want to give a thousand? And I really, it's quite hard to stick to, to my vision, but I want to make it non-serable. I, w I want to make it as effortless as pressing a like button. But actually, 
you know, when we press like button, we think about it. We think, hmm, because it's a currency too now, very important currency. Your, and that's especially for young people. My my son, he that that like is really precious <laughs> to him, and the like the likes that he gets are very precious. So, um, with money, it's that's why we call it love because, of course. You know, but if you really love something, if you're really moved by something, you're going to press the love button because it's, it's actually a very tangible action. Very More powerful tangible. than like as well. Well, it, it is. Love is better than like, ultimately, yes. Uh, the, the whole notion of, of pressing the button then leads into this, what I mentioned at the beginning, the transactional philanthropy, which you had to explain to me a, l a little bit. You had to s clarify that for me a little bit, which is that you build up love coins when you press the love button. You're building up love coins, and you can use your love coins to purchase products from major brands who are, who are collaborating with yes. you on this. So, um, so we have four products. Love Button is one of them. Is sort of, we imagine it as a ubiquitous product that could live anywhere uh, where, there, where there are storytelling. So any platform that has a story, and in fact that could be um, even, even retail platform because, of course, Everybody and, and, and all the brands, uh, everybody who can give back today wants to give back. And that's about how do we put this together. This, um, so let's say um, a retail platform uh, that is uh, selling a dress that is sustainable could put a love button underneath and say, we will bring even more sustainability, we'll empower this social business be with, on this journey with us, and the people would click the love button if they really believe in the idea. The other product is LB Loop, so this is something that we really encourage our charity partners to embrace. Um, you, it's very easy with LB to report on the impact that was created. So today, if I'm donating a dollar, in fact, if I take any action uh, for a charity, I want to know, and especially if I'm a young, uh, under 25 years old. For them, it's all about transparency. It's all about uh, uh, being real. They'd rather go somewhere and travel to that part of the world and be there and, and work alongside the charity because that will be more tangible to them than donating $5 one-way street. Charity and giving shouldn't be one-way street. It should be two ways. You should be understanding where that dollar is going. Um, I think that it's really interesting with, with, the, with, with the Bitcoin and um, with cryptocurrency, where that's taking us, what that's going to do for philanthropy, because that's sort of creating transparency, and we definitely, with our ears open for what's happening there, because you can trace that dollar. So, um, you know, we are thinking about that. But for now, as a charity, set a, a realistic goal. If you fundraise more, that's fine. Report of how you spend this money, but you have to give this feedback. So that's LB Loop, and LB Loop can exist. We work with um, with uh, other platforms that, let's say, have um, a, a very large audiences, and we we collaborate, uh, and we we allow them to use Love Button and actually Apple Pay with. Uh, 
through our partners, they will not charge 30% from the donations fundraised on our uh, partners' website. That's also something interesting. So let's say if you're big retailing and you go to Apple and you say, oh, I want to fundraise, uh, can, I put, can I do it with Apple Pay? They'll say, no, we don't, we don't, we don't do that. But with LB, if we, you partner with us, we'll allow, that will allow you to use this technology uh, for there's, free. There's another question when you use the button. You can target your donation, can't you? It's not just press the button and a dollar goes bang into the LB pot. You can target we, where you want LB, your money to go. We at LB take absolutely... We never touch the donation, so we never take the cut. This is not a, a financial model. The money goes from your Apple Pay, from your credit card, from your bank, directly to the charity. I think the easiest thing at this point, it would be an interesting exercise as well, if everybody just got out their Apple phones and uh, downloaded the LB app right now, because then you can see it in action. I am a terrible Luddite. Um, it, it is a bit hunt and peck with me on a mobile phone. I love you, but, Tim. You're so bossy. <laughs> Come but, on, guys. <laughs> but when I did Yay. that, I did that, uh, I did that over lunch, and you get the whole, you, you get not just the ability to, to donate a dollar, but you also get the story of each charity. You actually become part of a community because you can see if you care to, and obviously everybody is so interconnected these days, you can see what everybody else is giving, how they're giving, who they're giving it to. You get a sense, I think, of critical mass, which is very, very important when you're giving money to a charity, that you, you get the sense that your money actually is working. And, and with a lot of charities, you never really know. And, and you know, there's administrative costs, and there are all these kind of shadowy areas, but this is so immediate. And if I, I, figure if, I figure if I got it off the phone, then everybody else is going to get in about two seconds. But So, so the, the second part, the, the other two products that are very relevant to this industry, and um, so I'm, I'm really excited to tell you about this. We match um, every dollar that is fundraised or given by users with a love coin. And LoveCoin can be used in the love shop. So love shop is the first place where you can literally shop with love. So you, 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 you give love, you, you, um, you implicate change, and then you can go to love shop and you can buy the most incredible uh, products, the most desirable products from the most amazing uh, 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 brands in the world. And so the love shop is is coming, coming up soon. We've collaborated with uh, my friend Jen Kiamet Ali, who's in the room somewhere. So he's curating the love shop. The new love shop will be really incredible. You're surprised what kind of brands we're talking to. And they are not... So it's not like a you know, oh, it's a point system. Uh, yes, it's a point system, except you're getting really just amazing products that sometimes Sometimes you can't even get anywhere else but on the love shop. And, and why is it interesting uh, for, for brands to be in the love shop? Well, what an ideal place to look for your ideal customer, the, these young kids who, who are interested in doing good, who are interested in social change, who are also interested in the brands who... Um, 
who are socially responsible. It's, it's very well known today that, um, and actually spoken about in this conference, I heard it a lot yesterday, that the customer is, the young customer is very likely to, to 81%, in fact, there's uh, uh, hard facts, 81% they're likely to swap to a brand that they believe is more sustainable, more socially responsible, um, and, and more in, in, in touch with the world and uh, affecting change. So this is, this is hard fact. So if you are in the love shop and if you're not just giving your, you know, your, your leftovers, but if you're giving really amazing product and if you're rewarding these young people for, for doing good, um, then I guess that's, um, that's a good thing. You've, you're looking good to them. It, so it also, it's, 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 it's a win-win. It's enhancing transparency as well. That, that people who are using their love coin in the love shop are buying products that, buying products whose, from companies whose corporate integri integrity they can trust. Well, today, um, young people, they value not only their money, they value their time. And, and of course, this is also very high up on, on our agenda, and we, we're thinking about how to, in the future, to reward um, volunteering and, uh, and your volunteer hours, how they can turn into uh, love coins. We how to tangibly um, measure this. Uh, and, and also, in LB, you already can volunteer your time. So love button does not only live on the campaigns, it also lives on the reactions. So you saw reactions from famous people, just so you know, you see familiar faces. But, but um, this could be young kids, this could be the influencers talking to their community and saying why the campaign of today is important to them and how it resonates with, with their life story. So let's say, you know, if today when you... Let's, let's say I'm sharing my personal story, right? I have a sister with disability. I've dedicated my life to special needs. When I talk about it uh, in social media, I know that it's only interesting to maybe 10% of my audience. And, and it's, it's sort of, it's heartbreaking, but I'm really telling my story. I'm saying something really, really important to me. I want to be able to say it somewhere where it really matters. And so when we have a campaign, and if it's a cause that you want to support, you react to it, you also share it on your social media, and you can give a link to, back to LB, and people can donate through the link with, with love button through you, and you earn love coins too. So if you, if you cannot donate, but if you if this is something important to you and if it's something really you want to be vocal about, if you want to create a fantastic reaction, a great campaign, you spend time on it, uh, maybe you even go and travel there. If that's what you want to do, you can support the cause this way. You can fundraise, you can, you can be activist, and the brands will reward you too at the love shop. And, I, and we must never forget that Naked Heart continues to, to make incredible progress in Russia with nearly 200 playgrounds uh, and safe areas for children open now since you started it. And also you're involved with Flow, 
which is um, oh, yes. dealing with women's issues and, and issues around menstruation, and, and which are very fundamental physical issues in a lot of cultures. And you're using the button with let's talk about it, period, aren't you? Which, yeah, is, a, so which is a way of instant feedback benefiting communities in India. Yes, so this is um, an example, a very good example of how we can be um, an aggregator of, um, of voices and platform and how LB can, can generate change uh, by bringing partners together. Um, so we're working with Floor, which is uh, a leading um, period tracking app. Uh, they work with artificial intelligence. They're incredibly effective. That's why they've been scaling without any any PI, any communication for uh, very rapidly. They have 12 uh, million monthly users, uh, and they're number one uh, femtech app, uh, in, in fact, health app in, in America. So that's, I guess, is a good introduction for, for the product. And uh, so the, f the period tracking is, is at the... <laughs> Uh, tip of the iceberg of this platform because it's really a platform. There's a lot of interesting conversations that go on on flow, um, and 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 so we we wanted to take some of those conversations to a global stage, uh, specifically about female health and 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 and, uh, and periods, because in one way or another, this shame um, and stigma exists all over the world still, whether it's in India, where um, women during this, this period in some families, in a lot of families, are separated uh, from, uh, from, from their families uh, during their period. Um, girls dropping out of school um, around sixth grade, 45% of girls in India drop out of school. It's, it's really phenomenal. It's, uh, it's unacceptable. Uh, so it happens when they start their period, and that, that shame and, and, and stigma keeps them at home. Or it's a, a sixth grader in in United States, you know, just shy to ask for a pad, or uh, a girl uh, really embarrassed because she she leaked. Or in the workplace, you know, if a man raises a voice, he's just trying to make his point. If a woman raises her voice, oh, what's what's wrong with her? Is that is, is it her days? Uh, and and we we see that um, we see that e everywhere. And, and I, I I mean we I'm sure that all women have their own stories. But um, how can we how can we take this community of women and um, and take conversations they're having to wider audience? So we created this campaign called Let's Talk About It. Period. And we've interviewed some influencers in a very um, in, in a very coffee, uh, chatty, girly ways, you know, over coffee, talking about um, their experiences and and uh, and these famous girls. Uh, of course, if you, I'm sure, Tim, when you talk to uh, one of your subjects, you don't discuss, you know, how her first gynecologist trip and and has she ever, <laughs> has she ever. Has she ever had a, a, a period accident on a shoot or something like this? But it's actually some really funny, great stories, sometimes heartfelt, sometimes also re re revealing even for the ladies themselves as they talk about 
something, their relationship with the father or the, the, the first time, the accident that happened and how it's affected them, they're realizing that this is an amazing, uh, important topic that they never think about. And, and let's, let's just stop here for a second. We, when we go and use a bathroom, we all find loo paper there, right? Because that's kind of normal, right? We, we all expect that. Well, half of the world, half of this room uh, are women who also may find themselves in a situation that they got their period. And so what are they supposed to do? And imagine if you, okay, maybe you can go to pharmacy if you're in Paris or if you're in, in, in London. But this is even in some highest uh, uh, paid offices in the world, you wouldn't find Tampax, you wouldn't find pads in the toilets. And how is that acceptable? And, and do you know that uh, tampons are considered luxury product in most countries, including United States? Only in 10 states uh, of America, uh, Tampons are tax-free and pads are tax-free. Uh, and in eight of those states, there is no tax on, uh, on, on, on retail at all. So it's really, really wrong. And why is that? Well, I'm sure you will um, affect change there. You've, you're finding ways to do it using technology in remarkably creative ways. And I think that that is such a perfect end to this conference that, that we've talked about emotion, we've talked about technology, and we've talked about change. So I would like to thank you so much for rolling voices into a ball. Thanks for listening to the Business of Fashion podcast. If you like what you hear, please give us a rating and subscribe today. Don't forget to visit businessoffashion.com to learn more about BOF and everything that we do.